Welcome to Bare Knuckle Blues, an hour dedicated to my favorite genre. I am Fish, the host of this podcast. Each and every week we'll release another one that spends the first half hour isolating one specific artist in the genre, and then the rest of the half hour just playing the stuff we love to listen to, and that's the blues. Today we're highlighting Tinsley Ellis, who is touring his latest album, Devil May Care. Right now, let's hear the second cut off that album, Right Down the Drain. Off his brand new release...
off his brand new release, The Devil May Care. That was right down the drain with Tinsley Ellis. Speaking of Tinsley Ellis, he's here on Bare Knuckle Blues with me. Tinsley Ellis, welcome to the program. It's great to be with you today. All right, sir. Now, you've been playing the blues probably, well, I mean, your first album came out in 1982. You came out of my radar in the mid-90s with the release Storm Warning, and I actually played one of the cuts off that album as one of the first tunes I'd ever played on radio. The tune was A Quitter Never Wins. Can we talk about the album, and or let's specifically sort of talk about that song for a moment, maybe what the inspiration behind that song might have been. Well, Quitter Never Wins was inspired... Um, by the music of uh, uh, the in the seventies, a buddy guy, and I wrote that song in the in the early nineties, and uh, and it made it on the uh, Storm Morning album, and that song, of course, got a big push when Johnny Lang recorded it and sold uh, almost two million copies of it. So, uh, gotta love him for that. You have a myriad of of albums. Do you have a specific album that was your favorite project and which uh which album might that have been? Well, if you uh would go by sales then uh, nothing compares to Storm Morning. That was kind of the uh so far the peak. Um I will tell you that that my new album Devil May Care, I can honestly say that is my favorite album. It's right. the first album that I really channeled the the Georgia music sound of uh, artists like, uh, oh, you know, soul music and Almond Brothers music. And that's uh, that's my birthright. I really have no other birthright. We're speaking with Tinsley Ellis regarding his new release, The Devil May Care. It's time to hear another cut from that album. Let's do the first cut, One Less Reason. You're tuned to Bare Knuckle Blues, the Internet's hottest new podcast.
That was One Less Reason by Tinsley Ellis off his brand new album, The Devil May Care. Let's continue our conversation with Tinsley Ellis here on the Bare Knuckle Blues Podcast. Let's talk about some of your biggest inspirations. The folks that, while you're growing up, were they were they in rock? Were they blues? Were they a combination of both? Who who were the guys that made you pick up the guitar? Made you want to start to sing the blues? Well, I'm sure I heard music like The Ventures and uh, and uh, Lonnie Mac uh, for the um, turning point of everyone's life in 1964 when the Beatles were on Ed Sullivan's show, and you know, but it was the Beatles that kind of. Uh, Gave me the idea to do this music thing for life uh, in the first place. And then there are other British invasion groups like the Yardbirds and the Animals and then later Cream. Uh, and that's when I started getting into blues. And then I remember an old, a friend of mine's older brother um, told us, well, you know, if you're getting into this Mike Bloomfield and Johnny Winter and Eric Clapton, there's a guy you got to go see because he's the one they're all getting it from. And we said, well, who is it we got to go see? And he said, well, you got to go see B.B. King. And so B.B. King was doing it. A week-long engagement at a hotel in Miami Beach near where I grew up and whoever played that that week-long engagement every Saturday afternoon they did a matinee for teenagers a teen matinee where they shut down the bar and my dad took me and my friends down there and it was the first time I got to see the real blues so I came I came to it through the British invasion and then uh luckily somebody hit me to the fact that that that, that the stuff that I liked was called blues and Went to see B.B. King and got to meet him. And uh, and then later, uh, almost you know, a year later, got to see Howlin' Wolf. And then I went to see Muddy Waters and saw a lot of the greats that were working at the time. And then when I got with Alligator Records in the 80s, I got a chance to actually uh, meet people and, and sit in with them. People like Otis Rush and, and Albert Collins and um, Buddy Guy and Coco Taylor. I got a chance to back those people up in Chicago. It's um it's funny that you mentioned you came to the blues via the British invasion. I um as I was growing up as a kid, I was a, a big fan of Led Zeppelin. Um, and oh, yeah. I, I used to pour through the liner liner notes left and right. Never knew who uh, who these guys these guys weren't in the band. This W. Dixon wasn't a guy in the band. I didn't know who that was, and I went into right. a local record store and I was like. W. Dixon. What what is this guy? And it and uh, it was an a, an older guy who worked behind the counter. And he went out and he handed me my first blues album. Said, "I am the blues." He goes, "Take this home, kid, and listen to it." And ever since, yeah. just been hooked on all the things blues. Yeah, before the internet, you used to have to find an older person that had the patience enough <laughs> to explain to you that certain people were using slide guitar, you know, a slide on their finger, and and uh. There was always some expert behind the counter, kind of a crabby older guy at, at the record stores. Of course, they were probably like 25 years old. I looked at that as older. Yeah. But, um, you know, and somebody would explain it. And now you got the Internet. So people really nowadays have got it uh, got it much easier. They do, for sure. And I was going to say some somebody who had the pay. This guy didn't have patience. I just had money and he needed the money. So um, and, yeah. you know, but I forged a lifelong friendship with this guy to this day. He's uh, he's very old. He no longer owns the record store. But uh He's still near and dear to my heart, and he used to just pull albums out that he thought that I would like, and and one of those albums was yours. Um, so uh, that is an amazing story. And if I could tell a quick story based on that, please. A guy that uh, when I was in college, this guy that was sort of the expert, and he was behind the counter at a local um, record store, and he uh, his name was Paul Evans, and Paul Evans knew everything about everything. You know, and was he held court there. And so I would go to the record store and he would hold court and I would learn about Buddy Holly and, and you know, 
stuff like that. And uh, years later, he got a job in, as a journalist and actually reviewed my Storm Morning album for Rolling Stone magazine. And we're still in touch today. Very similar to your story. I love it, man. You know, you, you make you make lifelong friends through these amazing connections that uh, that you and I call the blues for sure. Let's do this. Put you on the spot a little bit here. So Tinsley gets to be the okay. DJ. You get to be the DJ here, and you get to spin your favorite cut off the new album. Wh- which one are you choosing, and uh, what makes you like it so much? Well, my favorite cut on the album is "Just Like Rain," which is track three. It's a slower song. It's a ballad, uh, and it's unlike anything that I have ever recorded. With the fact that it even has horns on it, which I never really put a horn section on on songs but uh it's kind of horns in the background and uh it's it's kind of southern soul music very much like uh oh you know percy sledge or something like that would have done in muscle shoals in the 1960s
had the opportunity to play with I am sure hundreds of musicians which which one gave you the biggest thrill to be on this to share a stage with the person that you found to be the most pure who was your biggest thrill well that's an easy one for me you know I've got like I said earlier I had a chance to play with a lot of the great Chicago blues players but you know growing up here in Georgia and Florida we had our favorite band, and, and when I was invited the very first time to sit in with the Allman Brothers Band, when Dickie Betts invited me to sit in, oh, yeah. that was something that if somebody had told me that as a teenager, that uh, I'd be up on stage playing Southbound and One Way Out with the Allman Brothers, I would have thought they were lying to me. And, and I've got a ch- had a chance to uh, to sit in with them uh, right up until their final Atlanta show. They would, they would get me up, and uh, I just feel so grateful and blessed to have been able to do that and play with... Uh, the people who created this uh, southern rock genre, you know, the, the masters of it, because to me, there's the, there was the Allman Brothers, and then there was all the rest. Let's just sort of talk about your current album right now. Okay. The, the one that, that you're touring with, it's called uh, The Devil May Care. It's out on Alligator Records right now. Um, what's the inspiration behind this entire album, or is it just your love of the blues? Well, I tell you what, I um, when we were forced to come back from uh, uh, the road uh, supporting the last album, Ice Cream in Hell, and uh, basically we um, were forced to drive from Northern California to, to Georgia at the in the middle of the tour and canceled it and actually rescheduled that tour three different times until now. Lord knows I had enough time to work on my music. So for 20 plus months uh, down in my home studio every morning, religiously from seven to, to noon, every six days a week except for sunday which is the day where i watch my news shows in the morning but uh <laughs> so i'd go down there for you know seven in the morning till noon and write songs and i wrote a couple of hundred songs um but hey we're glad to have you back tinsley thank you so much for jumping on bare knuckle blues with me today and uh, good luck Thank you, my friend, and thank you for uh, helping me out with the new album. What a thrill it was talking with Tinsley Ellis, a guy I have truly come to appreciate over the years. He's currently touring his new album, The Devil May Care, coming to a city near you. This has been Bare Knuckle Blues. Let's play another cut before we get into the other blues here. This one is off that album, and it's called Juju. You're tuned to Bare Knuckle Blues. This is the only blues podcast you'll ever need.
It's the Bare Knuckle Blues Podcast. I am your host, Fish. That was Tinsley Ellison Juju. Let's get back into it with some other music from the genre that we love so much. Give me back my wig, a little Hound Dog Taylor and his house rockers.
her morning song was the crack of a whip. Once you survive, died a long time ago. Most of them buried out at old plateau. But the pain and the memory will never go away. The spirit still lives by the shores of the bay. Knuckle Blues, and I am your host, Fish, man. I've been spinning the blues for better part of 30 years on the radio. Um, figured I'd do my own thing with this podcast. Uh, we got this set started off with uh, Give Me Back My Wig by Hound Dog Taylor and the House Rockers. This new group out of the uh, Albany area, Jocelyn and Chris. I'm just hooked on these two, man. Brother and sister team, Harvard graduate, out there just killing it on the scene. They play a lot of rock, but a lot of crossover blues tunes, so I wanted to give you a little sample of... Uh, the song that they're currently touring right now called Sugar and Spice and Cotilda's on Fire by Shamika Copeland, the uh, daughter of the late, great Johnny Clyde Copeland, a guy I got to see 
Oh, years ago, Strictly by Accident was introduced to a whole new level of guitar playing when I went and saw him open up for Stevie Ray Vaughan so, so many years ago, but had been hooked on him and uh, and then, then his daughter carrying the torch. This next artist, Taranzo Cannon, is a guy I hope to feature right here on Bare Knuckle Blues sometime in the near future, but right now, let's get to the Chicago way with Taranzo Cannon. You're listening to the only blues podcast you'll ever need, Bare Knuckle Blues. I'm your host, Fish. Here's Taranzo Cannon. Chicago way. Chicago way. Chicago way. Gonna tell you once, don't apologize twice. Don't play with me, I ain't nothing nice. Streets I mean, don't take no mess. I'm here to stay, don't take no stress. Broke some rules, pay my dues, play my blues, the Chicago way.
ain't cold Just a matter how
woman. Live it on Pomantic. If you're a fan of the blues, you're going to love Bare Knuckle Blues. Here's what you heard. Um, we had uh, Chicago Way with Toronzo Cannon. I got a rich man's wife with Carrie Bell. And uh, Rhode Island's own Room Full of Blues with I'm in a Room Full of Blues. 
And you, well, you're in a podcast full of blues called Bare Knuckle Blues. I am the host of that podcast. My name is Fish. Bookmark our podcast website, which is bareknuckleblues.com. I feature new artists each and every week, starting now until the end of time, where they tell me I can't do it anymore. So I'm going to go with the end of time because I don't listen very well. This is Bare Knuckle Blues. This is the podcast for you. This is James Cotton and Little Car Blues to close it out. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I'm so damn bad, I don't know what to do. I bought a brand new car. She rides everybody us all around town. Don't want to let me ride. What's wrong with this woman? Yeah, I'm going to tell you everything I know. Now she's going to pass by now. I'll be standing right there on this corner when she come back now. I'm going to tell about it right now. I'm in love with you, baby. I'm in love with you, baby. I never be wrong, you're on a mobile. You see, I know you don't get no car, but you got too many drivers at the wheel. One drive in the daytime, you got about two drivers at night. I ain't no two three drivers, gonna treat you. Little car right, oh baby. I never be wrong, you're on a You all, baby. You know I was low. When I take you back, you know you. Hard work, bro. Oh, baby. Just let me ride your automobile. You see, I know you're not a little car driver, but you got two little drivers at the wheel. You say you want to know, baby. You know the way I feel. But when I'm around, with put that. I know the wheel, okay? I'm gonna let it ride on a mobile. You see, I know.